Hi there, everybody. My name is Sophie Aldred, and I played Ace in Doctor Who. And you are listening to Podcastica. Podtastica. Pod. Pod. Podtastic. Podtastica! <laughs> Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com. Episode 128, we're talking about Dragonfire. My name is John and joining me as he does every time we record is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hello, how are you, John? Uh, I'm doing quite well. Um, That's good. It's a little hot down here. Uh, besides yeah. that, everything is going is going swell. It is summer, so yeah. there is swell and there is sweltering. Yes, yes, there is. Oh boy, how are you? Indeed, I'm. I'm. I'm good. I'm hanging in there. I've had some car headaches. Yeah, uh, lately that uh, just when I think I've got one thing taken care of, another thing pops up. Let me let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, owning a 30 year old car, you get a lot of really dried out rubber hoses oh, that boy. like to break very yeah. easily. I bet. Yeah. So I've been dealing with a lot of that and uh, the old uh, smog check. Thank you, California. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. But but things are good. We're getting ready to go on a little four day trip down to the beach this weekend. Oh. So lands, lands right in between our recordings. I've got no complaints. That should be fun. Yeah, looking forward to it. Need to be in the water a little bit. Perfect. Put some sand between my toes. Yeah. What day are you going? Will you? Uh, what day uh, is it? We leave Saturday afternoon. Okay, so you'll be around to see and hear all of the uh, Doctor Who panel happenings. Oh yes. Yes, I will. I will be at work through the whole thing on Thursday. Perfect. Um, and but we'll talk more about that in the Who News, and we're we're back on Tuesday. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Wonderful. So yes, Doctor Who is happening at San Diego Comic Con. Yes, it is on Thursday morning, no less. Yeah. Um. I mean, first of all, great that it's happening. Yes. Not not in its usual time slot, but hey, no. This is this will will this kick off? Uh, kind of, sort of. Yeah early enough on thursday that it does kind of kick it off in a way i guess should i've be, never been should, neither have i so uh i am close i'm inching closer to it though well <laughs> slowly but surely Slo- you've gone from norcal to la and it's in san diego so yeah. you are inching closer one day maybe next year yes we'll we'll see we'll see <laughs> um yeah very excited for this um i mean we'll talk about uh maybe the yeah, we'll talk about that that preview we got a little later, but I mm-hmm. I did read that uh, tune in for more on Thursday is what they told Good. us on one Good. of the uh, Instagram sites, which was is also the uh, the doctor the official Doctor Who site. So oh right right. So it wasn't just you know some random stuff happening. It's that time of year for it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, sadly. We have to report that uh, William Hughes, who played the young master in the episode The Sound of Drums, has died at the age of 20. Yeah, wow. I that know. Is, that is very shocking. Yeah, and and, and um, I'll have a link uh, in the show notes to the article about it. And and um, don't really have a cause yet, but he, he actually left acting and uh, uh, got into uh, a bit of sports instead. Looked After like a, that, a boxer, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Wow. Yeah, so that's sad, sad news. Very sad. Um, but in kind of neat, exciting, we hope it happens maybe in season 12 news, Carol Ann Ford, granddaughter Susan, wants to meet the 13th. Oh, well, there were rumors that this was going to happen uh, in the finale, I believe, right? Uh, the finale we just had, yes. not just had, but the Christmas special. Oh, right, right. Oh, that would that would have been cool. I think there, yes, I think there were rumors about that. Obviously, that didn't come to pass. Did not happen. Yes, but uh, but I, I would welcome really it. Cool. Yeah, I would welcome that. That would, would be totally... a very interesting interaction. Now, speaking of Christmas specials, look at these segues. I know, I know. You think for the day I had, I'd 
not be as on as I am, but I'm on. Um, it looks as though we are getting a Christmas special, or at least an episode on Christmas. And Wayne Yip is directing it. That is very interesting. Yeah. That is very cool. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited. very into that. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so do we know anything about it? No, not a bit other than Wayne Yip. But uh, yeah, I'm... I'm pumped. Yes, let's do it. I'm very whether pumped. it's whether it's an episode that lands on Christmas or an actual forever Christmas special, I'm happy either way. The Lie of the Land, em- yep. Empress Mars, uh, some class stuff. Yeah, let's that's right. Do it. Let's do it. Exactly. How exactly. old is Wayne yet? He looks like he is about twenty five. <laughs> I don't know is that his exact age, but I would venture to guess he's at least younger than I am. Well, there you go. Seeing as how I'm creeping up on my Douglas Adams birthday. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll let know. everyone at home figure out yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. Probably um, better that way. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, you, did you see the first of the 13th Doctor toys? I did. And did, I, I mean, I guess kind of uh, also playing off this, did you see all of the BBC America um, merchandise that they released? Um, no, no, I didn't. Actually. There is an amazing shirt with a oh. animated uh, 13 busting through um, her own shirt. Basically, you know, the like, yes, it's like you're wearing the rainbow shirt and she's busting, busting through, through a little it. bit of it. It looks amazing. I want I'm, it very badly. I, I need you to send me a link to that because I I well, I have a birthday coming up. There you go. Let me see. Let me see if I can. I will send you a link. Yes, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Don't have to do it right now. But yes, I want to see that. That's awesome. It is. It is a fantastic shirt. That's so cool. And oh, yeah, these wow, toys wow. are. These toys are amazing too. By the way, oh, they, they all, are. They all look great. I love the the pop. I love pops in general, but the pop yeah. looks so good. I know. I'm gonna need. I think I'm gonna need that one to go alongside my twelve and my TARDIS at work. Yes, definitely. And my Barb from Stranger Things. <laughs> I made her a companion deal with it. Um, oh, boy. The uh, latest issue of Entertainment Weekly that is on stands right now, unless you are listening to this at least a week in the future. Yes. It's their Comic-Con preview, and Jodie Whittaker's on the cover. Yes, she is on the cover. It is currently in our living room. It looks amazing. And they've got, what, some some pictures? I actually have not thumbed through it. Okay. I've I've seen some pictures online. Um, and in like entertainment weekly articles on their website, which is really an annoying website because it's just covered in advertising, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Ad blockers. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but we we're finally, finally getting these little tidbits of season 11 dripping out. We're so close. Sounds wrong. We're so close. So very close. It needs, it needs to be Thursday now. If only to be later in the week and closer to my vacation. Yes, but... that that as well. <laughs> oh, how about that World Cup final? I actually, um, sadly, slept through it. I was gonna, I was gonna wake <laughs> up and really? watch it. Yeah, I've been watching the World Cup. I've been watching it. My God, you like the sports ball, don't you? I do. Yeah. I I think I told somebody I would rather watch uh, soccer now over everything but baseball. Everything but baseball, including wrestling. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Taylor. I've trained you well. Pro wrestling is a sport. I'm like, I would, I would rather second. watch it over anything but the sport of professional wrestling and baseball. There you okay, go. Fair. Holy moly, you just about gave me a heart attack with there. Who <laughs> boy, I've trained you well. I've even <laughs> I forgot, dude. I, I, I find enough stuff that I send to you that i have like wrestling news popping up in my google stuff and i'm like it's not me i i give it to my friend it's not (laughs) i had new japan stuff popping up in my instagram ads i'm like what the heck (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm not kidding that's crazy oh man yeah so i really i don't understand soccer here's a 45 minute half and so i'm all excited then it's like 45 plus one 45 plus two and i'm like i don't those should be whole numbers why are are you making me do math yeah i don't know where's where's my trailer well we got it we we got something i don't know that i call it a trailer no definitely not a trailer we had a teaser 
a first look, if you will. Okay. Um, I mean, I thought it looked beautiful. Yes. I thought Jody looked beautiful. Absolutely. Um, she's giving people food. That's good. Co- that's good. And- my only, my only complaint is those pizza toppings, but I'm kind of a traditionalist. What were, it was like, a all I saw was like a leaf and cheese. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It's not basil, but it's, um, arugula maybe. Oh, all right. I don't know. I watch Food Network sometimes. There, there's green things on there sometimes. There you go. I ate broccoli tonight. I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm traditional. Give me cheese. Give me pepperoni. Give me sausage. Whatever. Right. All right. All right. I just, no, I'm not judging. I'm just saying I'm, I'm just a traditionalist when it comes to that. <laughs> um, yeah, we got, uh, what the, the, the paper turned into the old Beano comic, yes. which apparently is a thing in England that I, I, didn't know about and the 11th doctor apparently was reading one at yeah. one point yeah thank you mike thank you mike yeah i saw that, pointing good, that out good eye mike <laughs> good eye yeah i mean it, it looks good i mean everybody you know everybody's here or they're in hd and they look great yeah absolutely i mean i i i was expecting i was expecting you know a moffat level explosion of of doctor who-ness and we got a much more you know, exciting, but still kind of subdued. And so it, my first reaction was coming away from it kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, I was very underwhelmed honestly. at first. I mean, we both talked about that. Um, and, and I have to admit, I mean, this morning I, I was scrolling through the Twitters and a friend of the show, Paul Cornell, had a really great uh, take on it, how it's actually done a lot more like a lot of other BBC dramas um, are done uh, in terms of that kind of a commercial for it and um that it it actually provides you know a really good tease it gives hints of the kind of like you know you get this feeling like she's just going to come kind of like you know crashing into their lives but like in a good way and like bringing uh this joy and wonderment and 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 happiness kind of stuff he he had a really yeah. really good take on it i of course i don't have it in front of me to read it word for word but it it trying to kind of changed my take on it so thank you paul for that um and so yes hopefully in a couple days we'll have even more to get excited about yeah i mean hopefully so yeah but i i I was still happy i was happy for anything and not only that but it has been a year to the day yeah today that jody whitaker was announced yeah year to the day i woke up to that very cool yeah, and not only that, but I do believe it is Rachel Talalay's birthday. So, well, happy birthday to her! Happy birthday, indeed! Hell of a bird. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Oh my God, that was such a great moment from Galley. Yes, that was such a treat to be there for that. Great. Absolutely fantastic moment. So, I I see one more bit of Who news on here. I'm going to let you take it though. All right. So this technically isn't Who news. This is uh, NOTLG news. Oh, oh, okay. Um, so if all things go according to plan here, you will be able to be listening to this episode on Spotify. Oh, nice. Uh, we are in the process of getting that set up. So uh, this this episode will be the flagship trying to get onto Spotify. Oh, who boy. Yes. No pressure when I'm editing this tomorrow morning. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay. We're, uh, we, we will be under one. Um, you'll be able to find all of the NOTLG shows under one banner. And I have already t- taken it upon myself to make playlists. So nice. we can just put them into their separate playlists when they uh, eventually get up on Spotify. So, uh, yeah, the wheels are turning on that. We'll be on Spotify pretty soon. Just another place you can find us. Awesome. Yeah. That's terrific. So there you go. Cool. Oh, also, I will be on a, if you're listening to this, well, today, which would be uh, Tuesday, um, search for the Geek Offensive. I guessed it on a podcast that will be up tomorrow. Um, We reviewed the cinematic classic uh, starring Dwayne Johnson, uh, The Tooth Fairy. Oh, nice. And I had some strong words for that movie, so uh, if if you want to hear a more rated R version of me, which you, if you listen to literally any other podcast on this network, you can you can hear that. But also check that out. Look up the Geek Offensive. Um, I'll be tweeting it out 
So, and we'll get to more plugs at the end of the show. But cool. we're not here to talk about terrible movies. No. We're here to talk about Dragonfire. Starring Sylvester McCoy as the Doctor, Bonnie Langford as Mel, Sophie Aldred, friend of the show, as Ace, Tony Selby as Glitz, Edward Peel as Kane, and Leslie Meadows as The Creature, which apparently is, uh, what, is that what it's credited as? It is literally what it is credited as, yes. Oh, boy. It was written by Ian Briggs and directed by Chris Clue, and it first aired January 3rd through the 12th, 1980. That's... Oh dear, that that date is wrong. Oh no, that date is wrong. Oh Uh-oh. no. Uh oh, I suddenly realized that that's not correct. 1983 is not when Dragonfire aired. That oh no, where? Oh, and I close. Oh man, I closed my dra- or my. That's Dragon okay. Gate. It 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 aired November 23rd through December 7th, 1987. 1987. There you go. Yes. Yeah, and I need to clearly do a better job with the notes. Oh, and... that's fine. You've messed up once, which is today. Who's counting? No one. <laughs> no one will count okay. after this. Okay. And it is the final story of season 24. And we have, as we usually do with Classic Who, a slew of story notes. A slew on a on an episode directed by Chris Clue. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Working titles for this story included Absolute Zero, Pyramid in Space, and The Pyramid's Treasure. Didn't we end up getting a pyramid in space? Well, we we got the Pyramids of Mars. Ah. And we also got the Pyramid at the End of the World. Right. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, which also sounds like it could be like a U2 song from the 90s. I don't know. Yes, it probably could have been. It would have been on pop. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. How funny. It. I was just revisiting that album not too long ago. Disco Tech, baby. Yes. Actually, Goodness. I came across a, um, an article about how uh, Zeropa, because it was celebrating its oh, 25th. Because yes. I list, I bought that album just before traveling to New Zealand and Australia, so I listened to it a lot. Oh, wow. Uh, it was like like the most un-U2 U2 album yeah. <laughs> uh, at the time. At the time. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, back what do to you, story um, what Welcome do you, to the U2 cast. Yes. Which one of these uh, titles would you have rather had? I would have gone with Absolute Zero. Uh, that's the one I would lean toward. Yeah. That one uh, seems a bit more... Um, it befitting. just seems better. It seems more yeah. fitting. Yeah. Well, I guess not, but whatever. I mean, it's not... And it's not really a pyramid in space, is it? No, it's not. You know? No. It's not really the pyramid's treasure it's you know the dragon's treasure brain thing but we'll get to that we will we will we will anyway moving on sarah griffith's character ray from the previous episode delta and the bannerman was initially predicted to have replaced bonnie langford as a regular companion however the role went to as we all know friend of the show sophie aldred's character in this episode instead yeah and we're fine with that we are but ray would have made it pretty oh cool no thing. ray was ray was great loved loved her um, but boy, wouldn't that be an interesting change in, in all of who history? Yes, it would. It would be, uh, yeah, be very interesting. Yeah. Um, so moment of awkwardness, people, uh, Ian Briggs had included the backstory for Dragonfire that, uh, Ace had recently lost her virginity to Glitz. What? <laughs> right. Uh, the plot point was unsurprisingly not included in the episode as shot, but Paul Cornell, friend of the show, Paul Cornell, later referred to the event in his new adventure novel, Happy Endings. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You imagine that in the, in the, you know, you turn in your draft of the story and it's like, oh, 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 um, Ian, I, I don't think we're going to include this, this one part. Jeezy crazy. I, Yeah. I just I can't I mean I'm not I'm not going to picture that but but watching the episode I really can't picture that having happened at any point especially because she calls him bilgebag through yes. 90% of the show I mean yeah yeah uh, all right this was the first televised story since the invasion of time where a companion left the doctor at the end of a season and the first story since Legopolis where one joined the doctor in a season finale I uh, we'll get to this. I, hmm? well, I mean, we'll get to the, uh, we'll get to the, um, where the companion left and then one yes. just joined. Yep. I, uh, I love you. Have feelings. 
I loved it. <laughs> but okay. okay, we'll get to we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. But before we get to it, Taylor, we have a world famous synopsis. Yes, indeed we do. The Doctor and Mel visit Ice World on a whim, only to re-encounter Glitz and meet plucky chemist turn waitress Ace. Along the way, they hunt treasure, overtly reference a popular American film sequel from the previous year, and battle frozen space Nazis who melt who melt much like one from another American film. Huh? Yeah. Um. Was there any story notes on that? Um. I think there were, but not anything further than you know here's the camera effect they used to do it and it was kind of like what they did in raiders of the lost ark so raiders came first oh raiders came first because raiders was 1984 i think 84 81 i think so maybe. that sounds about maybe right maybe temple of doom was 84 um but yes yes uh raiders totally predates Dragonfire, and so does aliens which is obviously the other film that that we are referencing in this episode oh yes oh my god definitely yeah 1986 was that that was actually i saw that before seeing the original alien film from 1979 really yeah i saw it kind of as a kid too which is probably on that list of like movies i saw earlier than i should have oh yeah did that make um if memory serves um i i think it made a mention but it wasn't a really big one yeah i feel like i don't recall that being very talked about on that episode yeah exclusively on notlg.com that's right check it out all right taylor so um let's let's get into this can i just say i still don't tire of this theme song oh i don't either this opens so great it's 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 i think one of my favorite i love editions of the theme it's so fun so so synthy yes it's it's synthastic that's right. I mean, that's a pun. There were lots of cold puns happening. There, yes, there were. Taylor, I think I do pretty well on this planet. I'm just going to let you know that. Not a fan of the heat? Oh, no. I think I do neither. great there. Me neither. I'm actually very glad to be under an air conditioning vent at this moment. Oh, you're so lucky. My air conditioner has been turned off because I didn't know if it would interfere, but here uh, we are. Fair. Um, I think a couple of things I just I want to go over. Were we talking about Synthtastic? I thought the music yeah. in this episode was a lot of fun. Awesome Dominic Glenn score. There was, uh, towards the end in part three, there was, uh, I think we were going to get the creature, and there was some cool, like, ominous marching music. Yes. It was very yes, brief, <laughs> but it was very good. I liked it. Yep. I know which, one, which part you're talking about. Um, the set design, I absolutely loved it. I don't. I don't know why. I loved Kane's bridge. I thought that was a cool little set. They probably rehashed it from something else, but whatever. It looked cool. You know, I, it's amazing what you can do with um, a whole lot of um, fog machines Not and a... PVC pipe. Yes, and, and um, what's the last plastic one? sheeting to there, look like ice? There you go. I loved the ice caves. Clearly, yes, it was plastic sheeting, but. I didn't care. It looked pretty cool. No, they, they, they did a relatively convincing job on that. I was more convinced by that than I was by um, the doctor, you know, quote unquote, slipping oh, on no. those slippery floors. Oh, geez. It was, yeah, it, it was, it, it was obvious, you know. Yeah. I'm just shuffling. <laughs> the every cave, day. The cave, every day he's shuffling. The, I, every day he is shuffling. The ice caves. <laughs> The other caves, just every cave we saw looked pretty cool. So, I, I will say, in terms of set design, that, that they put some very unsafe vats of liquid nitrogen in just random places. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's kind of how we uh, we open open it up here. Yes, on our fascist fog colony. <laughs> we see Glitz. We find Glitz is, uh, Glitz is alive. Yes. Which is great, because Glitz is uh, a fun character. I, I like him. I do too. Um, I would listen to at least one big finish audio. Oh yes, please. With glitz, is he still alive? Tony Selby, I'm pretty sure he is. Well, good. Get get on somebody. Get him on the phone. Let's go. Let's do. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> and man, so Ace is just kind of like right up in this immediately, which yes. is great. Um, and. <laughs> I think we we eventually we just meet up with with Glitz. Uh, we're in a bar, not a bar. We're in a restaurant, and we're hanging out. And 
Ace is the she is the waitress at this establishment. It looks like a bit of a ice world food court. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way of putting it. Yes. And Glitz is hanging out, and he doesn't recognize the doctor, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he recognizes Mel, which is fun. It's a fun yep. thing. And I love that Mel just immediately blows his cover. Mm-hmm. Like right after he tells her and the doctor what he's doing. Um, uh, there was there was some. Po- I actually had to rewind a part here hmm. where um I didn't really. I mean, I guess I could put two and two together, but I felt like we were missing a scene where the doctor introduces himself to Ace because he j- or uh, I'm sorry, she just calls him the professor without like any introduction. Oh, which yeah, was kind of doesn't she? Yeah, she just calls him the professor, and I and I uh I was like, oh, did I did I miss something? I know I was paying attention, and I watched it back, and I didn't <laughs> see I didn't see anything that was uh that was missing. So she just randomly starts calling him professor, but then I'm like, all right, I guess you could say that you know she's been listening in to them. She is their waitress, so maybe she heard something. Well, and and maybe to her, he just looks like he's dressed like a university professor. That could be it too. And I mean, that maybe yeah, that I was mean, a clue we were supposed to to get that she is not from around here. Oh, possibly. Now, what I because right in the same scene, um, we get Seven making a big reference to Loch Ness. Um, yes, and, which was great. So, so you know. Here we are on technically an alien planet. Yes. And here is uh, Ace, who's from Earth. And here's the doctor referencing something from Earth. And she has no reaction to it. Oh, yeah. She has. Yeah, she does she not. She totally yeah. should have been like, oh, wait, you are you guys from Earth? And there's nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely nothing. Which is very. The, uh, so the, the intros to this are uh, kind of interesting. I thought, yeah, I and I don't know if that is something that came down to just, uh, you know, final editing. Yeah, because I feel um, I actually have. Sorry, I actually have written down. Oh well, there's the intro scene. So it mm-hmm. comes after um, we find out that, as I called him before, I knew he was Kane. Cold hands, <laughs> cold hands, Luke. Cold hands, Luke was uh, setting up Glitz the entire time. So apparently, after that, we do get an intro scene. Mm-hmm. Where she, where um he introduces himself as the doctor and he introduces Mel as well. Yes, yes. Uh, and then they go off because he, um uh, Glitz has this map that has been given to him purposely by by the evil Kane. He's just so cold, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Can I just say that I I love that Glitz keeps defining words that people already know yes what they mean that that is just a brilliant piece i love it yeah i absolutely love it um nitro nine yeah i mean we basically get through is this is this when she yes she gets ace gets fired and she's just pouring milkshakes over everyone's head well yes let's let's take a moment to to reference the visiting of the cast of toddlers and tiaras to ice world Okay, um, um I was little girl and her mom. Okay. Um we, I'm going to jump ahead with this comment. We wasted 5 minutes for that payoff. <laughs> That's what we wasted. Yep. All of that time. You know what? Yep. We're just going to tell the little girl's story arc right now. That's what's going to Yeah, happen. well let's get it out of the way cuz it's tertiary at best. It is insane. For a number of reasons. So, yes, uh, w- w- sitting at another table is a, a small child. Yes, toddlers and tiaras, basically, mm-hmm. uh, with her mother. At some point during part three, uh, she gets they get separated. Mm-hmm. The mom doesn't really seem too worried about it the entire time. Well, and the little girl doesn't seem all that terrified to be separated from her mom. No, and she gives uh, the the monster a really creepy smile, and he's like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't have any of this. This is weird. And <laughs> I think the mom runs into Glitz at one point and says, have you, seen, have you seen a little girl? No? All right, well, let me know if you see her, and then just leaves. Yep. It's like, uh, I don't know how we do stuff on space, but I mean... <laughs> What's going on here? What's what's happening? Oh, and well, then I, I, 
Go the, ahead. The payoff. Oh, and then at one point we just see her like putting her teddy bear to bed. Yes, in which, in like Kane's. Yes. You know, Michael Jackson esque freeze unit. And I don't even think that has a payoff, does it? I don't. What? I can't even remember. No, I mean, it has a payoff in so much as um, some of his uh, underlings use it to try and kill him. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I mean, that's really kind of the only payoff that that prop gets. And then uh, the mom is randomly not she's not searching for her is just randomly reunited with her daughter and goes, there you are. Let's go. And then the kid looks at the TARDIS as it disappears and the kid, (laughs) the kid smiles. And then we roll credits on the we wrap it up that way. Yeah, there you go. Not the most satisfying. What in the world was that? Kids. It was very bad. I hated every second of it. It was, but you know what was awesome? Nitro Nine. And I and I, I well yes, Nitro Nine is awesome. Ace is awesome. You can see why right off the bat I'm like, hello nurse. Um but I for the first time really noticed the shirt she's wearing. This is an ace shirt that I have not seen at any other time. I've only seen really? like the jazzy one. Oh yes, when she is changing into her street clothes after she is just pouring milkshakes over everyone. That's right. That's right. And I'm like, that is such a rad shirt. I'm like, how has nobody reproduced this one yet? That's interesting. You have you done any searching for it? I no, I haven't. I've been too busy searching up car parts lately. But um, fair, fair. You know, the, the the two that I have seen are from her season 25, and actually no, just season 25. I don't think. Uh, she changed her clothes again by season 26. Huh. Um, but I love this shirt. The shirt's really cool. Yeah, it's it's very cool. I, I really just just seeing the jacket for the first time. Yes. It was a lot of fun. It was good yes. stuff. And it was it was um, uh, this, this was the time where she had the, the red leggings, mm-hmm. uh, which stood out obviously a lot more later. She'd have uh, black leggings with little zigzag pattern on it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'm trying to yeah. think of what else here. So we're we're off to the races here. I I love that puppet that the doctor just is like, oh, I'm going to pet this puppet, and then it tries oh, to like bite. Oh yes, yeah. oh yes. Just two seconds of this one, you know, this one person sitting there, obviously with a with a hand puppet in their lap. Yes, and, you know, it's fantastic, fantastic hints of uh, um, Helena's dog in that later episode. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um. I will say, go, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Happiness Patrol. I, the episode title finally came to me. There you are. Sorry. Happy. Long day. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> uh, I will say, man, I thoroughly enjoyed every Mel and Ace scene we had. They really do interact well together when Mel isn't screaming. Y- yes. And this makes me wonder. It's kind of like, man, couldn't they have traveled with the doctor for a little while longer? That would have been cool. I even if it had only been like a couple of stories, I really would have loved to see what that interaction would have been like. Yeah, it would have been amazing. It would have been so cool. Like just based off these three parts, mm-hmm. uh, their banter was very good. I feel like they worked together pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah, and I would have enjoyed more of that. Actually, there was a part I think when Glitz was like, "Now you girls stay here," and I was like, "Yes, Glitz, leave, so we can have the girl squad back together." <laughs> That's about the point where I think I made the node sexist uh, Balam Glitz. Oh yeah, well, to make a pun out of his name, and it just didn't work. Uh, oh well, it's fine. But let's speaking of Glitz and his awesome sideburns, um, you know, let's not forget the fact that um, basically Glitz owes Kane money. Yes, which he's gambled away. Exactly. And so if he doesn't come up with that money in a whopping seventy-two hours, this is a pretty generous birth here yeah uh kane's gonna take glitz's ship and kane's second and um, second in command which i thought was belage or like mom belage i actually wrote wrote down how they said it just so i could just so i could put it out there and i finally had to look up how to spell it she wants a ship yes because she wants to get the heck out of there yeah she's she's looking to skip town and Really, once you're under Kane's uh, uh, rule, getting out ain't so easy. Yeah, it se- it seems that way. But honestly, he keeps it cool in his office, so I don't know why you would want to leave. Honestly, I, you know, I can't imagine what his air conditioning bill must be like. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like he, whenever the bill collectors just come, he just freezes them with his hands. I just grabs his cheeks and goes, look at your cute little cheeks. I'm freezing you to death. <laughs> um, and, and let's not, I mean, we have to admit that their outfits, although incredibly whitish cream colored. Yes. Like every last piece of it. Yes. Um, you know, patterns are nice people. Um, very very nazi-esque yes very much so like there's no there's no mix together they're like eh, no 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 they're fascists yes, yes right, from, right from the get-go yes they are we are bad guys and we have helmets with pointy tops yes yeah oh my god and we freeze <laughs> people with the t- with our touch because yes. we're super emo which I thought was funny because when ace is trying to get away from them at one point she goes right freeze i mean don't freeze. Stand still. <laughs> um, I love that when Mel and Ace are getting away from Kane and they're talking about the dragon, because that's the lore that there is a dragon that li- lives underneath this city and yes. terrorizes everyone. Yeah. Uh, I love that she's like, there's no such thing. And it, the thing immediately shows up just like <laughs> right away. If it was that easy to find, you know, basically cryptids i would be in the forest going <laughs> obviously there's there is no, no big such foot thing. turn around click well, <laughs> <laughs> well obviously there's no aliens look up oh geez I, that would be the one i would not want to do no yeah afraid I, to have a ufo come flying in how many would there be well i, I just assumed one I mean, I'm, I'm not talking like an independence day size fleet oh all right well one's fine okay one seems fine so <sighs> The doctor, we need to talk about part one, the end of part one here. Okay, yes, let's talk about this. Because we've seen some pretty bad part one, you know, cliffhangers. Mm -hmm. I think this one takes the cake. This one is definitely up there, but there's a good reason for it. So, I mean, this is what I saw, and I feel like I watched it two, two or three times. Oh, boy. So I see the doctor... And he's like, oh, I have to, This the railing only goes here, so I have to climb down using my umbrella and look down. And I, he, he, he puts himself in peril, right? Does mm-hmm. he not? Yes. Okay. So he, I, I was just like, what is this? Like, couldn't have, like, he slipped and fell and then <laughs> he'd be like, oh, no, I'm about to fall off. But no, he literally put himself in an actual cliffhanger. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is this is the cliffhanger of legend. Um, oh, wait. Is so, it really? Yes. Oh, goodness. Oh, yes. This is if you go look at the notes and stuff on TARDIS Wikia, there, there's there's a whole story about this literal cliffhanger and why it plays so poorly on screen because of the editing. <laughs> because they were pressed for time. What we don't see is that the path the doctor is on uh, either, and I don't remember which, it either doesn't go on or it's blocked in some way. It was meant to be a dead end. It, yes, it was meant to be a dead end. So he 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 literally had to climb you know, himself down off these poorly made PVC pipe railings. Right. We won't go on about that. Um, like down to another path. But even then, when they show this kind of top down shot, it just looks like it goes on forever and there's no other pathway down there. It, it's not very clear. It's just so bad. Obviously, when when Ace rolls out her little ladder out of her rucksack and they climb down, well, yes, there's obviously another pathway down there. Yeah. It's just not seen. So between the editing and that top down shot, you know, seeing it for the first time, the audience is going, okay, so why is the doctor just willingly choosing to hang himself from this railing over this giant chasm? It makes no sense. Yeah, it's just very, uh, <clears throat> very, it was poorly put together. It, it was. And there's no mistaking that. But it, it is one of those things where, you know, if you go to someone who is familiar with Classic Who and you talk about Dragonfire's literal cliffhanger, They'll totally get what you're talking about. Man, that was just a whole thing. It was a whole thing. It completely was. I just, I was just like, I don't even know what's happening. 
This is just so ridiculous. I actually, yeah. like, I went, this did not just happen, and then I had to watch it again. The other thing, like, how far down was that? Because Glitz ends up saving him. Mm-hmm. He ends up, like, finding, because he, in part two, he finds him, and he's like, can you help me? And he's like, all right, cool. And he finds a different pathway. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And he's down at the bottom. So, and he has enough room to catch or help the doctor down. So it didn't really look like it was, it was that far much further down. No, I mean, you know, you figure the height of two people, maybe 10 to 12 feet. I mean, maybe I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm terrible with measurements. I actually having a roller. So, I mean that, that sounds about right. Okay. Or maybe it was just like, cause it'd probably be 12 feet in total. Because he needed to help, he needed to get help down. He didn't like fall on him. There was no dropping. That's true. That's true. Although Sylvester McCoy is not a terribly tall man. I mean, maybe maybe it was ten. Anyway. Anyway, yes. Anyway, indeed. Ace has a roll up. Ace has a roll up ladder for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, Well, she'll use it again in Curse of Fenric. Up. Very true. (laughs) Uh, We we find out the the reason uh, Kane is so super emo is because he was freezing his he froze his feelings. He froze his feelings. He fr- yes, he misses his ice queen. He froze his feelings because uh, apparently uh, he had feelings for uh, Bell Oz at one point. Uh, and he was like, no, I must freeze these feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, boy. With an ice cream cake. Yes. Dragon Fire brought to you by Baskin Robbins. <laughs> um, Glitz tries to get his ship back. Bell Oz gets him. Doesn't really work out that way. I feel like um, there's some colluding going on, isn't there? Um, Are we not there yet? I colluding. don't know that we're quite there. Oh, yeah, we are not there yet. I'm, yeah. I apologize. Let's talk about the design of this this creature. Yes. Okay. This catfish. <laughs> this walking skeletal catfish. This, you know, attempt at recreating the alien from aliens but using a child's description having seen the picture only once i mean if you told me that's actually how they designed this i would not uh i would not be surprised i i shouldn't say this because i know these people work very hard on the show and everything i mean we love this show we do (laughs) but But it's you're you you kind of look at and you're like okay well that that's obviously an alien reference but it's not that much like it it's just hinting at it (laughs) yeah oh yeah it doesn't even move fast no it doesn't just kind of walks around it certainly doesn't talk but it can understand and it gestures it it can read a map it can read a map it's very soft which well i was about to say soft spoken but it doesn't speak it doesn't speak at all it's non-spoken it's it's very non-spoken no union job for that creature yes gotta have a speaking role yes uh, um go ahead no i'm go ahead um i was going to reference um glitz trying to get his ship back ah yes okay because he enlists the doctor to be a distraction yes um and oh the, the philosophical conversation yes this this he goes up to the guard and just hits him with this completely philosophical question which seems a very seventh doctor thing to do yeah and all of a sudden, this guard just opens up in this almost Douglas Adamsian way oh, of like, yes. oh, I'm so happy to have somebody to have these deep philosophical discussions with. And I'm sitting here going, wait, why would someone from Svartos know about Plato? I don't know. They, Plato, they must Plato have, was an earth philosopher. They must would... ha- Maybe they have, um... look, man, I don't know. <laughs> maybe they have, uh... I don't know, a library. From earth. Well, I don't know. Maybe a book flew through a portal. Or... I don't know. <laughs> Look, man, I have no idea. Can I just say, Balaz makes plays a mean game of laser tag. I would not <laughs> want to go up against her. Yeah, definitely. Down no, Cusar. No thanks. Yeah, Cusar on uh, Winchester. On Bascom. Bascom, thank you. <laughs> it was one of those. One of those. Mm-hmm. Nitro 9. We're just yes. we're chucking it all over the place. Um, I did, I did find it like, I loved all the music, but I did think the, uh, the noise it made while the creature walked around when it was trying to find like Mel and, uh, Ace. 
It was like, mom, 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 mom. I was like, all right, this is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, let's talk real quickly about the, the, the sculptor. I don't know if he has oh, a name. Oh, yeah. The sculptor uh, who's just kind of like, yep, here I am. Oh, that's right. Well, He's like, good job. And then he murders him. Well, yes, there's that too. But he just... He's so like scraggly bearded and everything that I'm like, he reminds me of a character in a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> uh, and he kills him. Yep. He built you a thing, man. He did. And but this is Kay, man. He's, he's sure. cold hand Luke. Thanks for building me a thing. Now die. Pretty much. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So, no but one, that statue no was it. of his, it was of somebody, his, right? His ice queen. Uh, I don't Z- remember her Zana? name. Zana? Zana? Sure. Finished the statue of a woman called Xana. I also then... thought that was a uh, that also Duke? a GI Joe character. Maybe Xana. Maybe Xana. Zartan. No, Zartan. That's who I'm thinking of. Zartan. Yeah, well, we're talking GI Joe on the next if memory serves. So. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I love the doctor hucking Glitz's gun after he shoots uh, the creature. He's like, "What are you doing?" And just hucks his gun. Oh yes, this is good <laughs> just stuff. Grabs it. And this is where it happens. Uh, Belaz says to, um, oh, goodness, uh, it's it almost sounds like you would pronounce it creature, but it's C-R-A-C-A-U-E-R. Krakur. Sure. Sure. That guy, you know, the mustachey guy. Oh, right, right. The mustachey guy. Must, she says to mustachey guy, uh, let's let's kill this dude. Let's get out of here. Yeah. And they. um they end up trying to kill him by turning up the temperature, which is basically how you would kill me, I feel. Yeah, well, me too. Trust me, I, I, I drove home with my AC not working today. Oh, I did that, um, I think, la- since we last spoke. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I didn't have an AC for the three days. It was, I think it like was 99 and 115. Yes, but I, uh, Lauren and I fixed the the blower motor in my car, and I now have a uh, working AC. So I saw her pictures of her craned under your dashboard. That was quite I entertaining. Good couldn't for her. fit under there, so I said, "Hey, babe, can you get under there?" I I hope she was well rewarded for her. Efforts. She was good. Um, yes, it, it it seems as though I, I realized they were raising his temperature, but it really seemed like they were messing with the equalizer on his stereo. Yes, that as well. But he whatever, needs more base. He did, but he got too much base, and it melted his statue. There you um, go. He woke That's up right. and went, "What's going on?" And he went over to Mustachio, and he's like, "Let me who see who did cute this." Cheeks. And as he's like, "Who did this?" He kills him. So it's like you can't really uh, figure out who killed him then. Yeah, because you point. just you and can't, yet he somehow somehow knows he figured it out anyway. Yeah. Um. I love uh, going back just a little bit. Uh, well dehydrated is my new favorite phrase uh, yes. while talking about being very drunk. I thought that was great. <laughs> we get a little um, backstory from Ace when she's talking to Mel and we find out her name is Dorothy. And she says, but those people couldn't have been my real parents because they wouldn't have named me Dorothy. That's stupid. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, oh, Ace, if only you knew. Oh, wait, you will just... Give her a season and a half or so. You'll figure um, it out. I, I like I like that even now you can see Ace's vulnerability. Yeah, you know, man. She, she she obviously she comes plowing into this story just you know cocky and um, so sure of herself. Yeah, and just street smart and but you know we're already seeing that like you know oh, I've got this really naff name and, and all that kind of stuff and don't talk about my mom and dad. Yeah, you are absolutely correct. Yeah, I'd like to just take a quick moment to appreciate Glitz's driving gloves. Oh, they're great. It seems like a silly thing to, you know, fixate on. Yeah, but gloves like that—they're they they were just so eighties. I love—I just love his entire outfit. It's great. It really is. It's... And and, and I there have been some great Glitz um, cosplays and stuff out there. That's that can't be an easy one to put together, but it's impressive. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, Glitz, uh, we should cosplay Glitz. What are we doing with our lives? Uh, I'm working on different cosplay. Oh, for that's right. My my kind of twisty pun. Fair I'm enough. Not gonna spoil it. No, don't spoil Gotta it. Gotta be Galley next year yeah. for it. Can I just say that by this time last year, Galley had already 
revealed two blocks of guests, and we have not heard a single not a peep yet. Not a peep out of these guys. I um I'm gonna just say I'll make a prediction. We'll go with the last week of July. Oh, okay. So just another couple weeks. So after after all of the uh, Comic Con Comic Con stuff has died down. Yeah, that makes sense. That's all right. what it will be. That's what we'll do. All right. We'll see if John's right. John's been right in the past, folks. I have. I have some sort of a winning percentage. I don't know yeah, what it is, but I he's have. He's incredibly modest about it, too. Thank you. So uh, our cliffhanger at the end of part two was a lot better than our literal cliffhanger at the end of part one. Oh, God. Yeah. It, but it's still pretty hilarious. Oh, yes. The the absolute design of, uh, I mean, we've spoken about it at great lengths about the creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently his head opens in sections and a little rock formation that is also electric comes out of his head and he's still alive somehow. I, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it's just bloop, bloop, bloop. My head opens and here's treasure. <laughs> um, and <laughs> uh, Kane says, bring me that, th- that wacky thing in in its head, bring me it. Come on, give me that thing. Uh, what do they call Um, oh, and I just have ant written down. It was, um, non-terrestrial oh, what is it yes alien non-terrestrial yes something something which i think is completely redundant i think so i think it is um but let's let's not forget that they actually follow the dragon into like his crystal caverns yes um and of course the computer's interface is a lady in a robe yes um, of which course. I, I feel like we see in science fiction a lot or superman movies something like that yeah um, and and let's not forget that that Kane kills Balaz. Yes, that is. Oh, I'm, I'm letting you go. Go in fortune and habit. Death. Yeah. Yep. But the the end of the episode really is the best as Kane proceeds to break the fourth wall and we get a dramatic zoom. Oh yes, that's some good stuff there. That was fantastic. That was yes. I feel like uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that that nice that sweet sweet zoom. Yeah. Always good. So part three, we're 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 on the attack here. Uh, don't use the small gun; use the big gun. Boy, is that a big gun! It's the American way. Um, <laughs> All right. Oh boy. And, uh, th- this is where we get the the creature using the map, which I just thought was utterly hilarious. Yeah can can the creature's arms even hold it out far enough for its eyes to see it? No, I don't think so. This is it's, it's T Rex in, in in nature. Yes, very flawed design here mm-hmm. oh goodness um and we already talked about the set design because i wanted to talk about that off the top oh yeah so we're i guess our our crew is searching for the creature or just whomever and they go they go into the bar where there are civilians just hanging mm-hmm. out and the first person they shoot is just the guy who's hanging out behind the bar he's not doing anything no one's doing anything it, it is just another senseless ice cream shop shooting. What can I say? It was, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. We, uh, we got to take a stand on this. Uh, you know what? But right after this, I, I'm going to take a stand on some really poor planning um, on the part of our, of our two guys with their guns and their tracking device, because that is not how you jump into a corridor when you put one person ahead of the <laughs> muzzle of the other person's gun. Yes. It's very, uh... that is not, no prop gun safety people it is not it is not at all the bad bad idea yeah um so yeah we're we're hunting the creature and i love it's like which way did he go that way and it's like they could have uh quickly walked and caught him yep (laughs) they could have quickly walked and caught this uh this creature that was just uh walking at the slowest pace of all time we already talked about this little girl oh I actually have yeah. a note that says, so is this toddler part of the story now? Like, what is happening? Well, my mine is, I appear to have mislaid my child. And I'm like, lady, you are too effing calm about that. Oh, yeah. She was very calm for someone who uh, was just, just saw a man get shot. Yes. And then was separated from her child. Right? Yeah. Very calm for that, for uh, that whole thing. Um, You know, it's it's right around this part. They They have an exterior shot. Um, and you can hear screaming and I, I, I went back and forth. I'm like, is this, 
supposed to be an underhanded reference to the alien movies because their tagline was in space. Nobody can hear you screaming. So here we are in space. Yes. And you can hear people screaming. You could hear them all scream. Yes. So <laughs> I don't know. It probably wasn't, but I made it so in my head and that's my head cannon. There you go. It's good. That's good enough for me. Yep. Did you realize Kane can probably get one of these dragon fire crystals from like a secondhand hippy dippy crystal shop? He probably could have. And it I mean, it'd be so had, much easier. It would have had just as much power. Exactly. <laughs> would have just, had just so long as he much. centered his chakras, right? Yes. Uh, around this time, we we actually find out the true nature of the creature, which is uh, the the jailer. Oh was yes, sent here with Kane and I would assume Zana, the other person we were building a sculpture for. Right. We find out that uh, the reason he the creature is here is to keep an eye on Kane, uh, doing a pretty bad job, must say. No kidding, because if this is supposed to be like a prison planet farm, he's turned it into a spaceport, a food court, and he's basically taken over. Yes, yeah, so he is running, running a it. fascist frozen government. What a jail! Yeah, what a jail! Poor job. I mean, I guess the, this this creature just deserve to get his head cut off at this point i guess so yeah they, that's a terrible thing to say but well you know he's a fictional character so i know he gets his head cut off we try to get the treasure everyone who touches it dies apparently well you know they haven't reversed the polarity of it they no ha- yeah they forgot they forgot to do that yeah is it me or does ace at one point call mel donut um, I must have missed that completely, but it I hope totally she did. It totally sounded like she said Donut, and I don't know if that's actually, like, I didn't have captioning What a, what a pet so. name. Sure. Hey, Donut. Hey, Donut. Goodness. Um, so, Kane gets a hold of Ace. Oh, wait. Have we missed the, uh, my favorite part? Has that happened yet? I don't know. What part's your favorite part? Okay. So, everyone <laughs> gets into my favorite, uh, ship, the Nosferatu, just because it's got a great uh, name. Yes. And they leave, they live, leave Glitz behind, and he's like, "Oh man!" And then we get an exterior shot of the ship with all of these innocent people, and they're like, "Yay, we got away from the people trying to shoot us!" And then the ship explodes and kills them all. Yeah, yeah, that actually is back where I made the hole in space. Apparently, they can't hear you scream. Reference. That's what. That's when that happens. Ah, yes. Um, yeah, you're right. Yes. I forgot about that. They all explode, and they did. Holy moly. They blowed up real good. They did blow up real good. Goodness. <laughs> so Kane has Ace. Uh, we're going to do an old switcheroo. He gets the dragon right. fire. They get Ace. And I love that Mel's like, I don't know. <laughs> and Ace is like, what is your problem? He, this guy yeah. is going to like freeze me to death with his ice hands. There's a lot going and on. His, and his ice coins. And I love that the doctor just goes, you've been here for three th- for is it three thousand years? Yes. And he goes, You've been here for three thousand years. You have no home. They all died. <laughs> right. And his his home planet is called Proamon. Oh. And I'm like, that that reminds me of an old Nintendo game. RC Proamon. Proamon. Yeah. Ask Doctor if Proamon is right for you. That's right. Ask your doctor if Proamon is right for you. Uh, I Doesn't think that might be the, when... that has to be the alternate title. Uh, better than better than uh, Cold Hand Luke. Cold Hand Luke is pretty good too. That's kind of what I was leaning toward. All right, all right. But I'll, I'll think about it. I'll sleep on it. Those are both really good. But doesn't <laughs> it suck when you wait three thousand years for revenge only to have it taken away from you? Yeah, he waited way too long for revenge. Very true. This is a slow burn revenge for sure. And and then he's like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to stare <laughs> at the sun. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to make another YouTube pop reference. This is um pretty graphic for Doctor Who. It is wildly graphic. It is um, for Doctor Who. I was like, what is happening right now? You literally yeah. watch a man's face, his skin melt off of his face and you see his yeah. skull. And I love that yeah. like they don't get they're like you know what? We should probably just have his clothes there at the end. Like they they went they went fully there and they went. Uh, let's bring it down a little bit at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I I admit that that was probably pretty darn edgy for 1987. I would yeah, especially for uh you know Doctor Who. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. They 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 took a chance on that. I think the yeah, fact they that they even got it to air is impressive. Yeah. Oof. So, <sighs> uh, Glitz is in charge. 
And we uh, we get a nice little goodbye scene with Mel and the Doctor. Mel's like, you know what? I think it's time to uh, ship out of here or ship off. You know, it's funny. I feel like Mel's choice to depart seems really sudden. And I yes, I don't really love Seven's reaction. He, he yeah. I mean, I he's kind of all over the place. He is. He's like, all right, well, see you later. And then he's like, oh, I'm very sad. But I'll but go. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He just doesn't. He doesn't know how to how to talk through his feelings yet. Apparently, maybe maybe that's what it is. Um, I think it's hilarious that Glitz. Re- well, it turns out the Ice World is a ship. Yes, Who yes, right. Yeah, and he decides to call it the Nosferatu. <laughs> Good for him. He'll yes. figure it out, maybe. And we have two curly-haired space travelers. Yes, we do, and we we kind of get a switch off here where Ace joins the Doctor and mm-hmm. Mel joins Glitz. Glitz is not happy about it, and. The doctor says he has a couple of rules, but he can't think of the third one. Yes, that's right. He'll make it up as they go along, basically. I'm telling you right now, Taylor, I want this bottle Mel throws into space with a note for the doctor to have a payoff in like season 12 or 13. Oh my God. That might come across as the most obscure classic Who reference to make it into modern Who. Let's. But that would be awesome. Do it. I think that'd be a, or I mean, any media, I think that'd be a fun comic. I think that would be a fun, uh, big finish. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a fun thing just to do. You know, as much as I would champion, um, you know, ACE meeting 13 or something like that, I would, I'd love to see, I'd love to see Mel come back. Yes. I think that would be fun. I really would love to see like what, what became of her. Yes. You know? Just all us, all a school reunion, but but here's Mel. Did she make it back to Peas Porridge or Peas Pottage or wherever she wherever was from? Is. Um, I also, um, I mean, Ace did say her name quite a bit in this. She did. Um, and, and I believe uh, I read that uh, the 13th Doctor is also going to say Ace. Yes, that was so, one of those things in the Entertainment Weekly article. Yeah, maybe it'll now, be like a Candyman thing, and she'll just keep saying Ace's name till she appears. <laughs> I was picturing the other Candyman, but okay. Oh God, that can't. Oh geez. Well, no, I, I think I they're both frightening. The the Doctor Who Candyman. Yes, that's what I was saying. Oh, okay. No, I no, thought, no. That's what you were, were saying. Right. I was saying the the creepy one. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Never mind. Oof. Never mind. Um, but yes, there there was there was a literal sentence that she said about trying to like work an ace in there. And I'm like, is that is that a veiled comment? Is that a hint? It's probably not, but Sophie Aldred has been notoriously quiet on Twitter lately. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Very I interesting. I don't know. It'd be awesome. Yes, it would. And as we said, we get that dumb little kid. Just looking at the TARDIS at the end. It was, that yep. was the payoff for that. In that horrible, horrible outfit. Oy. Uh, just, what'd you think, people... Taylor, overall? I liked it. Over... Oh, I did too. I think um, yeah. the, the cliffhanger brought me out of it for a little bit. Sure. But there were there were reasons for that. Um, you know, it, it it certainly had some, some weaker spots to it, but it wasn't a weak story overall. Yeah. Um, you know, it it had with it everything I've come to expect from later '80s Doctor Who, and it introduces yeah. Ace. I mean, that's oh yeah, which I can't even believe that, that we're just column. 128 episodes in getting to it just now. Yeah, seems very crazy, but whatever. Yeah, who knows? I mean, how long did it take for us to just do an unearthly child? So very true, very true. <laughs> so Taylor, what do we um, what do we got for the people next time? Next time on Podcastica, it's The Dominators, starring Patrick Troughton as the Doctor, Wendy Padbury as Zoe, and Fraser Hines as Jamie. It's written by Norman Ashby and directed by Morris Berry. Yes. We are going second Doctor. Love it. It's it's a five-parter, I'll warn you. That's fine. We got okay. Jamie. Jamie's in it. We do. We do. He's and gonna, we have... He's going to stab some robots. Probably, yeah, some really goofy-headed looking robots. I love it. That's for sure. Well, all right. Uh, You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ThePodcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JPThrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At ApexBuddha. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. And um, also look for us soon on Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. 
Uh, also, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. The future of time and space is female. It's coming up, folks. Get ready yeah. with your, your super sweet shirt. And not only that, but I'm going to shamelessly plug, we will soon have an If Memory Serves shirt up there. Yes, we will. Very, very, need, very, I very need soon. I send you the artwork, John. Yes, you do. I do. Uh, Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. That helps us um, get things, you know, on Spotify, basically. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want to get down to it. It helps us keep things running, so we appreciate that. Uh, shout out to the Y-Axes. They do our music. Twitter.com slash the Y-Axes. Facebook.com slash the Y-Axes. They're also on Spotify, which is where we will be soon. Did you know Indeed. that? <laughs> <laughs> so Johnson. Yeah, Spotify. We'll be there soon. So join us again next time as we talk about the Dominators and maybe if we uh, get a trailer here on Thursday, maybe we'll work something out for that. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, but uh, either way, we will uh, talk to you guys soon. See ya. See ya. And John is running off into the other room to probably see if there's wrestling on or something like that. What he doesn't know is that we've replaced his wrestling with Folger's crystals. Let's see if he notices.